The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 64, Monday, March 19th, 2007. Hey Greg, do you know what it's time for? It's time for... Well, the jingle of the episode. remember the cartoon show Ghostbusters? I hated it. It is out on DVD. Not and the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> with Slimer and yeah, yeah, yeah. Egon and Peter. Nope. And, uh, the fake Ghostbusters. It's, well, not, it. no, not fake. <laughs> it's just Ghostbusters. Well, you know, that and was actually... The and the talking yes. car and primeval. What was something that probably nobody, everybody probably remembers that cartoon, but what they don't remember is that that cartoon is, was actually a cartoon made off of a live action series called The Ghostbusters from yeah, like 1970 with uh, Larry Storch. Have you seen a picture of what those idiots look like? There was a guy, including the guy in the gorilla suit. Well, they included an episode of it in the DVD box set. Oh, man. Awful. I was watching it, and they have some special features, interviews with some of the writers and directors and people like that. And just like with the He-Man box set, they have an interview with Lou Scheimer, and he's the producer. And in the He-Man box set, the interview with him, he's he's ecstatic. He's loving it, telling all these stories and He-Man and the characters and eh. cartoons about toys. He's getting all into it. The interview with him on the Ghostbusters DVD is about 30 seconds, <laughs> and it's him looking completely depressed <laughs> in this really sad voice. Just yeah. He's looking down, he's shaking his head, and he said, this whole cartoon was a mistake. <laughs> in 1986, we did the Ghostbusters as a syndicated show. We did 65 half hours. And literally, they were a sequel to the live t t TV show that we did for Saturday morning with, with uh, the three guys, the ape and, and the two private detectives. These are their sons. We did the next generation of Ghostbusters. It was an interesting, interesting show for me to do. I had made a deal with a motion picture studio for the rights, they're giving them the rights to, uh, to do uh, the Ghostbusters. And I had made a serious mistake. I did not keep the animated rights for ourselves. 
And all of a sudden, there were two animated Ghostbuster cartoons out there. And kids really got confused. People would call and want to know why we were not using the ape. And we did use the ape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why did he make so, that cartoon? Like what kind of, yeah, but what kind of interview is that to put on the box set? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You buy a DVD and the, the main producer. I'm glad you bought this DVD, but you know something? <laughs> this is a piece of garbage. <laughs> Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. I remember going to the New York Public Library as a kid, and I just remember like going in there and immediately running and looking for the basement to find where the Ghostbusters had encountered that ghost, and I found no such ghost. <laughs> what, what company did uh, uh, Thundercats? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. I am Loyano. I talk like this. It was Rankin Bass. Oh. Rankin, Rankin Bass um, did those 1960s stop motion Christmas movies. Oh, really? Like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, ah. Non Holiday. Let's see. They did a, in 1977, they produced an animated version of The Hobbit, and they did Thundercats, 1985, Silverhawks, 1986. Uh, I think I remember some of those. I didn't really like them, they were not Thundercats. Which uh, which group did Voltron? I know that the rights holders to Voltron is like this like dump of a company out in the out in Missouri or something. Because uh, it took them they're only like this year they actually they finally release the DVDs of Voltron this year and last year it like took them ridiculous like forever. What is this? Podlines. Podlines. Which takes the latest episode off a podcast and plays it over your telephone. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Podlines. So if I put www, what, uh, what's our feed? www.punchstevenson.com slash rss.xml. Uh, that's the RSS feed. So if I put that in here, I click Get Number. Ah, there's no more numbers available. Well, what is it? Podlines. Yeah, this thing's com. got like 900 million phone numbers on here. Oh, but what is it? Podlines.com? Yeah, with a Z. Ah, uh, that is stupid. What is this? What is the practical use of this? Why would somebody reserve all these phone numbers? I don't know. For free. If one of these numbers were local, I would call it. I don't think any of them are. Oh, I see. You can pay to get a phone number on here. Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of pointless. It's like, hello, what's the point of an iPod? <laughs> I have to call a stupid phone number. 
Uh, all right, uh, one second. Let me go get the ALF album. <laughs> okay. Because I can't find this song online, so I'm not going to have to play it off of a freaking piece of paper <laughs> and this 800-year-old portable record player I have with Big Bird on it. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I know one of these didn't even work. Oh, this may be it. What the hell? It's not spinning. Why? It, it just, I mean, this thing is really junky. The bottom thing's moving. Come on. Oh, I know why. You have to put something heavy in the middle <coughs> to get it to spin. What the heck am I going to use? not heavy enough. I gotta try and get this right at the, the edge. Those girls, those Melmac girls, they're out of this world. Those Melmac girls, send me out of this world. the galaxy, there's only one kind of girl that's really for me, far from beyond the Andromeda Sea, those smell that girls fit my fantasy, they got looks I just can't live without, say I guess I'm a sucker for a long, lean snout, those Melmac girls, they're out of this world, This world, those Melmac girls, hey, they're out of this world. My big guitar solo, check it out. Hey, not bad for a guy with only four fingers, huh? Uh, 1988. So there you have it. <laughs> Let's see. 
Remember this? McDonald's. Yeah. yeah, I had that too. Basically, if they made it through the whole song, you won. Yeah. Okay, I never did. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna win! No, you morons! Because if this class could do the yeah, I think the one that I had, they made it almost to the end. Uh, my cousin got one that it literally sounded like they completed the whole thing, and she brought it to the McDonald's on Washington Avenue, and they just like they're like, "No, get out of here!" <laughs> I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I used to have a whole bunch of the original Transformer comic books. The stories were unbelievably retarded. It had nothing to do with the cartoon show, which was actually a pretty good show. I know. But there was one issue. This is how stupid it had gotten. The Autobots somehow got into a wrestling match <laughs> with, with a human, and the human won. How is that possible? <laughs> Around that time, that was actually, I don't know, have you, did you f actually finish watching all the DVDs? Uh, I skipped around, but I've, uh, I watched a lot of them. The, like, the later season two episodes started getting so ridiculous. <laughs> they started to, like, they really started to be a lot like the comics, and just the stupidity of them. Well, I saw that one you were talking about, I, I had remembered this from... Years ago, with oh well, that one was really that, that was a weird one. But the one where they took apart uh, the uh, the Decepticons took apart Optimus Prime, <laughs> yeah, and he turned into an alligator or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. the one where the the one Autobot had a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. They had Cosmos, and they went to that other planet. And they, they, yeah, it was a gambling problem, and they somehow they got into this like gladi gladiator fight. Like that episode when I was watching it, and I'm like, this is the exact same script for Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> I just remember the the other Autobots had to go to the planet and bail this guy out of the debtor's prison or whatever. <laughs> there was that one. Then there was the one where they they got shrunk. That either oh, yeah. they got shrunk or they got thrown into another dimension where everybody was enormous. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, and they turned into like the size of toys. I thought that was a I thought that was God. a decent one. Oh come on, that, that one it was weird, but it was pretty good. Well, that was like all the cartoons back then, you know. I mean, you look like a He Man. He Man had like sixty episodes a year. It's a lot of episodes. I, I know, and and you know, you would get to the point where. I mean, you can only do so many stories, and then it just, I don't know what the heck happened, and they, I don't know, they just, like, they would just do these, like, ridiculously strange episodes. You know, well, I was thinking... G.I. Joe was weird, because the Sunbow episodes, the original episodes, were somewhat realistic, you know, the army guys, and weapons, yeah. and all that, and then you put on the movie, and the movie is, like... Fantasy land. 
they totally, totally went in a in a completely different direction with the movie that made no sense at all. Yeah, the it, movie it fit in with nothing. Yeah, the, the like movie these alien creatures and these spores <laughs> and these monsters coming out of the ground. It's like, wait, what? This used to be an <laughs> army show. Now it's like a Lord of the Rings show. Well, I, well, actually, before then, you know, they had that whole Arise Serpenter Arise uh, miniseries, oh, yeah, which was totally yeah. ridiculous. So it, it had started to get into a really ridiculous place. And then Wait, just to explain very quickly, the G.I. Joe, it, it was the American Army versus this terrorist organization called Cobra. And the leader of the terrorist, or- terrorist organization out to rule the world. Right. Whatever that guy De- said. <laughs> Determined to rule the world. Uh, yeah. uh, so the terrorist group Cobra was led by someone that they called Cobra Commander. <laughs> and, Cobra Commander! And he usually botched up the plans, yeah. and G.I. Joe always won. And Destro would always get mad. Cobra Commander, you fool! Yeah, so they had gotten tired of him messing up all the time. Yeah. So the scientist who worked for Cobra... Dr. Mindbender. Dr. Mindbender. <laughs> he sent out uh, soldiers to all these different locations... Yeah. And somehow they gathered up the DNA of all of these <laughs> dead, like really ruthless, evil yeah. guys. Like yeah. Genghis Khan, I think right. Hitler. Uh... Uh, I, don't know. I don't think they had Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have pissed the censors. Who else did they get? <laughs> yeah, it was like Genghis Khan, Attila the Hun. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, so <laughs> these soldiers somehow gathered up all of these dead people's DNA, and then Dr. Mindbender took the DNA and, like, and, and put it inside of a person to make the most evil person of all time. And that person was Serpentor. Yeah. And he became the new leader of Cobra. Right. You know, the funny thing is that that exact idea was used in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah. When the shred yeah, the shredder took the DNA of Rasputin, Attila the Hun, <laughs> Genghis Khan, and or something like that. And remember he made the frogs? He said, I will name these frogs after my favorite leaders. Napoleon Bonafrog. <laughs> Attila the Frog. <laughs> Genghis Frog. <laughs> Ugh. Well, you know how we always talk about uh, uh, Rip Torn, star of uh, uh, Men in Black and uh, Larry Sanders show and the horrendous uh, Tim uh, Tom Green sh- movie, Freddy Got Fingered? Yeah. Well, apparently recently, a couple of weeks ago, Rip Torn uh, got nabbed somewhere in New York State for a driving drunk and got arrested. But can you imagine what happened? You know, he was probably 
somehow Tom Green was involved in this, and somehow, like, completely r- screwed Rip Torn again, but this time <laughs> in real life. <laughs> Let me see your license and registration. Well, I had my license here. I don't know what happened to it. I replaced it with ham. You moron, you idiot! Daddy, you do you not like ham? They've got me in jail, you moron, again! <laughs> you got me in jail again, you idiot! Oh, no. Yeah, I have completely forgotten all about his stupid new video web podcast thing. I couldn't ever get it to work. Um, oh. Dr. Phil. The big, big hoopla recently was that you know this, these, these videos, you know, like the Girls Gone Wild videos? And then there were these, infram- uh, these other videos called the Bum Fights, <laughs> where they had all these homeless guys beating each other up and people beating <laughs> them up and yeah, sort of like the backyard wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Well, this, this guy that sold the stuff, they were for some reason they were going to bring him on the Dr. Phil show. And I guess Dr. Phil was going to give him his whole spiel. You're you're a bad man. You're 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 mistreating the homeless. <laughs> you know and all you that. You do not record homeless people <laughs> fighting over a shoe. So this guy comes on the Doctor Phil show dressed as Doctor Phil. Oh yeah, the suit, the the bald hair, the mustache, everything. So Doctor Phil puts up a video of the bum fights. And just starts looking at this guy, and he's like, he goes, that's it. I'm not even going to talk to you. Leave right now. You can leave. Get out of here. <laughs> so this guy starts yelling. He's like, what are you talking about? Leave. You, you, you're the one who wanted me out here. He's like, no, no, you can leave. You can leave now. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's like, man, you're a hypocrite. You bring people on here. You air their dirty laundry to everybody. And act like you're helping them. It's like, no, anybody that makes those kinds of videos, I will not talk to. <laughs> but why did he invite him, him onto the show? No, he invited him on because he figured he was going to embarrass the guy until the guy dressed up as him. <laughs> embarrassed him. Wait, Dr. Wait. Phil could not take a joke. When Dr. Phil's show first came on a couple of years ago, wasn't it supposed to be a serious show about... Him giving advice to people and helping well, not people. not for nothing, but anybody that comes out of the Oprah show cannot but, but, be considered serious. Right, but it was supposed to be. Do you remember over the last few years, I, I think it's died down now, but there were a couple of years recently where there was this trend, like in the early 1990s you had the, the 1-900 phone number trend, mm-hmm. and then you had the celebrity... Uh, Talk shows, all these people getting a talk show every week, new talk shows. Right. Then there was this trend a few years ago where everybody had a judge show, <laughs> a court show. Well, it started with People's Court, Judge Wapner, for years and years yeah, and years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it was like Judge Mills Lane, Judge Judy, Judge Joe Brown. Now there's 10 different judge shows on during the day. I 
pulpit they had Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have passed the censors.